0: Hey friends, Cool Face here. Suspension of Disbelief, episode 9. I took the month of November off. I was definitely lazy on my podcast game. Hopefully we have a new president come January. November has been rough, man holiday blues my car broke down i went to colorado colorado was amazing Uh, once you i'm from uh, once once you leave texas you you figure out how shitty texas is colorado was amazing beautiful scenery friendly people november was great thankful for movies thankful for cinematic adventures The Mandalorian started. I've been enjoying The Mandalorian heavily. Rewatched the first season of The Mandalorian. The second season is phenomenal. Episode 5 just aired this past Friday. If you are not watching The Mandalorian, what the fuck are you doing? Disney Plus isn't that great. It has some gems on there for sure, but you know, you're not going to be seeing ass and titties on it at all. But they have all the Marvel stuff. If you have kids, you could definitely sit them in front of it and put on Mulan, Hercules, any number of the Pixar movies. So there's some perks there. I know a lot of you motherfuckers have kids. Nothing wrong with kiddos. I I love the kids. I love entertaining. But there's nothing like... HBO Max, you know what I'm saying? The Mandalorian does bring a lot of clout to Disney Plus. John Favreau is doing amazing work with the Mandalorian. Star Wars The Mandalorian. Pedro Pascal is the man underneath the helmet. He is doing a lot of heavy lifting with his voice and his mannerisms as Mando. The first season is a space western. The first two episodes are directed by John Favreau and he definitely sets the tone. It's amazing stuff. It's the best Star Wars since Rogue One. Rogue One has been the best Star Wars movie that they've done as Lucasfilm Disney in the Disney era with this new trilogy. I don't even want to talk about Ray Lowe Finn. You know, not right now. Maybe in a couple of years we'll talk about it. But the prequels are definitely decent. The original trilogy, OG, you know, the Clone Wars. Dave Filoni has a big thing going on with The Mandalorian. I hope to see Dave Filoni being a creator on one of these new spin-off shows. Spoilers, The Mandalorian Season 2 is... Um, Acting as um, a sort of cameo of the week. It's great. Like I say, why aren't you watching The Mandalorian? Just get Disney Plus uh, next week. next uh, After next Friday, there will be six episodes of Episode Mandalorian. So you'll be able to binge the first season. And the second, if you don't fucking have Disney Plus and you can't afford it, message me. I will hook you up with my brother's password and my brother's Disney Plus will appear on your streaming device and you could use my name and watch it. So we could talk about premium content together. Coolface70 C O O L F A C E70 at Instagram. Message me. Let's talk movies. Let's form a community. Spoilers. ah, No spoilers. Ah, You need to watch Mandalorian season 2. I think I'm going to talk spoilers at the end of it. Just for shits. Give my overall opinion. Because I'm fucking hyped. This last episode was amazing. I can't say enough. The Mandalorian. It's definitely bringing back what it, It's bringing back that old space, western, eastern philosophy. The Force is a living organism, breathing in between creatures, connecting us all in unison type shit. It's amazing. I beg to say it's better than any star wars um even better than rogue one rogue one was amazing if you haven't seen rogue one watch that shit diego luna is pretty fucking amazing we're supposed to get a rogue one spinoff disney or prequel disney plus series with diego luna starring and i forget his robot friend but yes I want more Star Wars Disney Plus series. Disney Plus is definitely throwing fucking jabs. Definitely piecing up HBO Max for sure. Netflix is, we'll talk about Netflix later, but Netflix is in a fucking lane of its own netflix just keeps on cranking out this premium content and they don't give a fuck if it sticks they're like we don't care on to the next oh project power jamie foxx starring jason gordon levitz it's amazing it's amazing oh we don't care if you watched it now we're getting hillbilly elegy starring amy adams and glenn close Ooh, eat it eat it eat it oscar bait Netflix doesn't give a fuck. Netflix is in its na- in its own lane. But Disney Plus is definitely holding its own in the streaming wars. These Marvel shows keep on popping up. They wrapped Winter Soldier. They're doing all the special effects and post-production on Winter Soldier. And... I believe they're getting close to wrapping WandaVision. We haven't heard anything about it. But they keep on releasing little snippets and leaks. So that tells me a lot of people and a lot of eyes are looking at the material. Hopefully soon we'll get a hard date on WandaVision and... Falcon, Winter Soldier, they got pushed back because of the pandemic, but they were back on schedule. Just like Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3 is actually shooting right now in Atlanta, Georgia. Amazing. I saw some set photos of a car set up on a kind of thimble, in an open field with green screens around it they're gonna be doing an action scene amazing stuff they're shooting during COVID they just wrapped Scream last month fucking Scream 5 they're not calling it Scream 5 they're calling it Scream they're trying to be trendy a lot of stuff is happening like I said, they're shooting that Hawkeye Winter Soldier. No, not. I don't know why I said Winter Soldier. They're shooting that Hawkeye Jeremy Renner series. We got word that Jeremy Renner was doing some stunt work. He had that fake blood on his eyebrow, how they do it in the action movies. Haley Steinfeld is rumored to be the predecessor. No, the what the predecessor is Hawkeye would be the predecessor to Hailee Stamfeld's Hawkeye. The Young Avenger version of Hawkeye, I should say, because that is indeed what Marvel is trying to do over there. Kevin Feige is putting the pieces on the chessboard to do a Young Avengers secret invasion movie. That is the rumor. So, these Disney Plus series are going to be somewhat of a launching pad. And then they're going to go on the big screen. That's the idea, anyway. They're going to have them meet up on the big screen and do a young Avengers movie. There's going to be a... I think there's going to be a young Ant-Man, young Wasp character. There's going to be a Kid Loki they fucking better do a kid Loki we know Loki's gonna have his streaming service a lot of these characters are doing streaming services it's gonna be good I'm looking forward to it and um, speaking of uh, the streaming wars HBO Max is going to have Wonder Woman christmas day for everybody to enjoy anybody that has hbo max will not have to do a micro transaction to watch wonder woman 1984 it is going to be on there you just have to subscribe there's a number of reasons why they are releasing wonder woman on the platform To be honest, I am excited as fuck that I am going to be watching Wonder Woman. Hopefully, they put that shit on Christmas Eve. Hopefully, we are able to enjoy it on Christmas Eve. Today's December the 2nd. We only have 23 more days until we get to enjoy Wonder Woman 1984. We have been waiting for this movie long before the pandemic. They announced this shit like, in 2018, 2017, that they were gonna do it, I don't uh, I forget, they announced it a while, they announced Kirsten Wiig as Cheetah, they announced as Pedro Pascal as Maxwell Lord, the Mando, Pedro Pascal, he's crossing the streams, going to Wonder Brothers for Wonder Woman, and going to the Empire Disney for Mando, but yes, This movie has been pushed back. It got pushed back uh, before the pandemic. This is one of those cases where they just need to get it out. They need to put it in the books. They need to start making revenue. There's been a lot of uh, promotional materials released. You go to the comic book store. There's so many 1984 Wonder Woman pins, bracelets, t-shirts, but... None of it. Well, I imagine it's selling. Uh, You know, I've brought in merchandise already. But they have to get it going. They've already spent money on the marketing. These movies are paid for with borrowed money. Hollywood is a giant business these companies um, for instance the DC films the earlier DC Universe films were produced by Rat Pack Entertainment that's Brett Ratner's production company so Wonder Brothers is the studio that fronts the whole production then Wonder Brothers acquires other funds from partners, producers that pay the rest of the bill. So that $200 million that is spent for the Wonder Woman production is split amongst the producers. So all this money that is put in and paid for is up in the air right now and these movies are on the shelf so they have to get them going to start creating the revenue that they need to front the next movie so i feel from reading all these articles the studios are just clamoring to make money so that's where they didn't want to push Wonder Woman a fifth time to March 2021 when it's been pushed back several times and the marketing has been changed so many times and the toys are out, posters are out, like I said. So that's where it's going to be released Globally, a few days before Christmas, I believe, December 16th. And domestically, December 25th in theaters. If they are available near you simultaneously on HBO Max. And there's a dual purpose. They are hoping that people subscribe to HBO Max for $15 a month so they could see Wonder Woman and it's only gonna be on HBO Max for 30 days after December 25th so you better believe I'm going to be having Wonder Woman on fucking repeat for the next 29 days after Christmas but... I am excited. I am excited. 2020 has been shit. And this holiday season is pretty shitty. And I would like to think the suits at Wonder Brothers know that. So that's why they're doing this. They're like, ah, we'll just give it to them. Who knows how the release schedule is going to be for Wonder Brothers. Maybe they'll do this with another movie. And the rumor is Godzilla vs. Kong is next... On the block to be dumped, as they say, as the headlines are saying, Godzilla vs. King Kong is going to be dumped onto streaming services. I read that Netflix made a strong $260 million offer to distribute Godzilla vs. Kong on its platform. And the trade said that Wonder Brothers halted that deal and said that they were going to make an offer of them of their own. And they did that as a power play because they have their own streaming services. Service, I should say. HBO Max. And if Wonder Woman does bring in the foot traffic that they are hoping for they need other content to keep people there to keep them subscribing to let them know that they're not fucking around they're gonna keep on giving us premium content they don't have a mandalorian to hold them down yet But I am excited. This coronavirus is keeping us away from theaters, which is good. It's necessary. Uh, We need to stay home, wear a fucking mask. I say this with also the headline in mind that over Thanksgiving weekend last month, Thanksgiving weekend being Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the Croods, too, had a $16 million weekend. Amazing. A lot of families went to the theaters. There hasn't been a theater, I mean, a movie, to make that much money post-pandemic. Christopher Nolan's Tenant did not make that much money in his whole run. And it's coming out on Blu-ray and 4K December 15th. I'm looking forward to that. You better believe I'm going to buy it. I have not seen it. I'm excited. I'm excited to watch it as well. It's going to be a Wonder Brothers month for me. I'm going to be watching Tenant, then Wonder Woman 1984. Netflix, we have to talk about Netflix in this streaming wars, I mentioned earlier, the hillbilly elegy, it is a Netflix movie, it's a adult movie, definitely a R rated, Amy Adams and Glenn Close lead this movie, it is based off a book of the same name, Hillbilly Elegy. A Memoir of a Family and Culture in Crisis it is a 2016 memoir by J.D. Vance about a appellation values of his Kentucky family and their relation to the social problems of his hometown of Midland, Ohio where his mother's parents moved when they were young this movie is about the author J.D. Vance and his life his upbringing Amy Adams plays his mother Glenn Close plays his grandmother and these two ladies are amazing they are everything in this movie it is a very human movie it's definitely muted it isn't too over the top or dramatic it's just real these situations are very relatable if you've ever had anybody in your family that had a lot of responsibilities that had a lot of things to take care of throughout their life and then they get some sort of addiction go through some sort of downward spiral you can relate to this film this film shows a young boy get mistreated by his mother then be forced to choose between doing the right thing or taking care of his mother and he loves his mother so he continues to forgive her as she calls him a piece of shit and clearly does not want to take care of him properly this movie showcases the abuse physically emotionally that addicts force upon their loved ones and the people that want to take care of them Amy Adams is amazing Glenn Close really embodies this role this movie basically goes through the story of three generations of people in this family and showcases how you have to force yourself to evolve. You have to understand where you come from, embrace it, And acknowledge that you can grow as a person and still remember what you, your family, have gone through. Netflix definitely spent all the money on this one. It is Oscar bait to the max. I don't know the director, but he definitely humanizes this film. And does not shy away from realism. Amy Adams definitely plays a good heroin addict. Woo! Glenn Close. Oof. She deserves an Oscar. They show pictures at the end of this movie of the real people that they are playing. And they look identical. Glenn Close and the real grandmother of J.D. Vance. I definitely recommend, definitely one of those movies where you sit down, watch and reflect. Netflix is going at it, like I said earlier. Netflix is in a lane of its own. Alright, I appreciate y'all watching, not watching, fuck. I need to get on camera so I could actually say I appreciate y'all watching. I appreciate y'all listening. Thank you very much, each and every one of you, for subscribing, listening. I do this for movies. Movies entertain. Movies inspire. Movies transcend reality. Movies help us get by, get along. Movies are something we have in common. Cinema. Suspending disbelief.